What's going on, everybody? Another edition of the 2023 version of the 30 to 1 MLB Countdown Team Previews brought to you by the Passball Show and JohnPLA.com. Um, once again, a little bit of an uh, idea of where I come up with the numbers and the predictions and rank them the way I do. Uh, we, I look at the over-unders by Las Vegas each year. I come up with my own total of wins that I project each team to come up with. And then I just rank them from highest to lowest. Most wins to least wins and rank them 1 to 30 and then start counting backwards from 30 to 1 and do my team predictions each year. Today we're talking about the quickest team to ever win a World Series championship from its inception when it came into the league as an expansion team. And the Arizona Diamondbacks who came into baseball in 1998 won a World Series in 2001 and have not been back to the World Series since. They're going through a little bit of a rebuild, but there seems to be fruits at the end of this. And what I, excites me about the Diamondbacks is the collection of young talent that they have headed by their starting right fielder, Corbin Carroll, who's their number one overall prospect. They've invested in him. He's going to be playing with the Diamondbacks at least until the 2030s. And you look at some of the other talent that's been assembled there. Now, when it comes down to it, I don't know if the Diamondbacks are really ready to compete with the likes of the San Diego Padres and the Los Angeles Dodgers. And even, for that matter, the San Francisco Giants, who have a lot more leadership. But that being said, Torrey Lavallo, I think, is a very good Major League Manager. He's been put into a tough situation. I think if he was given more talent, you would see a lot more from him. So my vote of confidence, and not this stupid vote of confidence you hear right before somebody gets fired, I totally believe in Torrey Lavallo as a manager. I think if the Diamondbacks were to let him go, at some point, he would latch on with somebody else and have a lot of success. I see some Terry Francona in him. And the reason I bring up Terry Francona is Terry Francona was hired by the Philadelphia Phillies through some really tough years. The Phillies were not good during that time. After, what, four seasons or so, the Phillies gave up on Terry Francona, fired him. He obviously was picked up by the Boston Red Sox, and the rest was history. The 10 years or so he spent with the Cleveland, now Guardians. He's taken them to the World Series. I see a lot of the same in Torrey Lavallo, and I hope General Manager Mike Hazen and you know the team president and the owner have enough belief in Lavallo to stick with him through this rebuild. What I like about the Diamondbacks is the top part of their starting rotation, led by Zach Gallen, who I think is going to be a year-in and year-out All-Star. Merrill Kelly is probably one of the more underrated, consistent starting pitchers in Major League Baseball. And Madison Bumgarner, who sits there as the number three starter. And you wonder, he hasn't been at his best over the past couple years, but you know he's He's got the ability. Has he thrown too many innings? Is this a situation where the Giants maxed him out and the Diamondbacks don't necessarily have the best version of him? I don't know, but he's fine if he's your number three starter. Now, I look at the rest of the rotation. Zach Davies is back. I think he's going to eat up some innings for them. There's two pitchers that I look at that the Diamondbacks think very highly of. Ryan Nelson and Dre Jameson. And they thought of them enough to give them a chance to pitch in the major leagues this past season. Now, what they both have in common in limited amount of starts with the Diamondbacks in 2022, 
They pitched the sub two ERAs in three and four starts, respectively, after absolutely getting their ass kicked in AAA and AA. They had ERAs of over five, over six, came up to the major leagues towards the end of the season and pitched pretty well. Does that mean they will get some more of an opportunity to pitch with the Diamondbacks? I would expect to see them get anywhere between about 10 and 20, maybe even 25 starts because there's going to be opportunity outside of Gallon and Kelly and Bumgarner. As long as those guys are healthy, they're going to go out there and make their 30. I don't know what you're going to expect out of Zach Davies. Zach Davies has been a little up and down. I think if he struggles, the Diamondbacks may be inclined to move on from him. Another strength of the Diamondbacks, I think, is their bullpen. Joe Mathiply was an all-star last year. I think he probably is their closer to start the season. Mark Melanson obviously has all the experience as a closer. He's still in the mix. Miguel Castro comes over as a free agent from the Yankees. Andrew Chafin comes back. I think that's a very good signing for them. And to me, a signing uh, like that shows that the team gives a shit. The front office gives a shit. I think the Diamondbacks are willing to take a shot at it and try to compete, even at a time where they may be a year or two away. Scott McGough comes over from overseas. Um, Austin Adams, Jerris Familia, both in on minor league contracts. Corbin Martin, These they, they have some depth in their bullpen. And they have enough depth in their bullpen. And a couple guys max out and they're out of the pennant race uh, around the trading deadline. They may, may be looking to move a guy or two. When it comes to their offense, a lot of it's going to center around Carroll, who I really think is going to be a legitimate all-star. Could very well be the face of the Arizona Diamondbacks franchise going forward. Alec Thomas is going to be their starting center fielder. Uh, Cattell Marte is there on a long-term deal. Christian Walker is playing first base. Lords Gurriel comes over in a trade with the Toronto Blue Jays. Remember, they dealt Dalton Varsho. They got Gurriel back. They also got top catching prospect Gabe Moreno, who may not start the season as the starting catcher. Uh, Carson Kelly is there. But I think over time should become the starting catcher. Evan Longoria comes over as a veteran free agent to play a little third base. Josh Rojas may get some DH at-bats, utility infielder at-bats. Nick Ahmed, the all-glove, no-hit shortstop, will be playing that position all year as long as he's healthy. I like the fact that they brought in Kyle Lewis, former um, first-round draft pick of the Seattle Mariners on a minor league deal. I could see him getting some at-bats. Moreno, I think legitimately, if he's not getting catcher at bats, uh, should be getting into games at the major league level. If he doesn't, you know, if they are wise enough to bring him up here, uh, Philip Evans. Shout out to Philip Evans on on the roster as a minor league invite, uh, pass ball show favorite. I, I always wish him the best. I hope he latches on and has some success with the Diamondbacks. Former Mets catchers at one point, Juan Centeno. And Ali Sanchez are in on minor league contracts. Um, if you look at what the Diamondbacks lost last offseason, what they gained, Dalton Varsho in a trade, Jordan Luplo is a free agent, Ian Kennedy left to join the Texas Rangers, and Caleb Smith as a pitcher left to go join the Pittsburgh Pirates. They brought in Castro, Chafin, McGough, who I think are all upgrades in regards to relievers, Moreno, and Gurriel, I think, put 
kind of put the pendulum in regards to that trade for Dalton Varsho in the Diamondbacks' favor. And I, like I said, I love bringing in Kyle Lewis. I'd like to see him have some success, get a little at-bats, some at-bats at the major league level. When it comes to the Diamondbacks and their top prospects, listen, I'm not going to talk about Carroll anymore. I, I believe he's going to be an all-star. He's going to be the face of this franchise. He's still their number one overall prospect. Jordan Lawler was uh, the number six overall pick in the 2021 draft. Hit over 300 with 16 home runs last year in the minor leagues. Drew Jones, obviously Andrew's son, was taken number two overall in the 2022 draft. And Brandon Fought, a right-hand pitcher, had 218 strikeouts in 167 innings in the minor leagues last year. He is their number four prospect. So all four, I think, will help at the major league level at some point. Jones, Lawler, I don't know if they're necessarily going to be up this year. Maybe you'll see a little bit of Brandon Fought, who, by the way, his name is spelt P-F-A-A-D-T. So think about that for a second. The uh, Arizona Diamondbacks last year, we're 74 and 88. I think they take a step above that. I think they'll be 75 and 87. I'm sorry. I think they're going to be a little worse than that. 73 and 89 this year, which will be fourth place in the NL West division. I think there's a lot of room for improvement, though. And if I think if their relievers could help out, they got some depth in their starting rotation. And you never know how ready Carroll and Thomas. And even Christian Walker in, you know, whatever, the third or fourth year of his career is. If these guys could break out a little bit, I think they could take some wins away from the likes of the Padres and the Giants and the Dodgers. And let's say the Dodgers disappoint. It could come at the expense of the Diamondbacks. Let's say the Giants take a step back. I think sometimes teams surprise and other teams drop kind of incrementally. Like you got a, a string like this and a string like this. Or seesaw, it goes down, one has to go up. Perhaps the Diamondbacks could surprise. I don't see it. I'm taking a safe roof with, with the Diamondbacks, but I think hold on to your manager. Tori Lavallo should be the guy that will be managing behind the bench for the Arizona Diamondbacks when we're out there winning 90 games and playing consistent baseball year in and year out. If you're interested in hearing me flap my yap mouth, uh, the other 30 to 1 MLB countdown previews brought to you by the Passball Show and JohnPielli.com are available on Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music, videos on YouTube. Until next time, God bless you. And as always, I'll see you on the other side.